back in the WOR Sports Zone. Here's Pete McCarthy and guest co-host Sal Licata. All right, back here in the Sports Zone, and we have the pleasure to be joined right now by Wayne Randazzo from much nicer Florida after uh, the Mets and Yankees uh, play the spring training game today. How we doing tonight, Wayno? What's up, Pete? Sal, how you doing? Wayne, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> I bet. A lot better at the very least. Uh, how about, um, you know, Zach Wheeler, three scoreless today. What kind of realistic chance, even if everybody does stay healthy, do you think Zach Wheeler has of cracking this opening day rotation? Pretty realistic if Steven Matz uh, keeps giving up five runs in every inning that he pitches. I mean, so far, <laughs> the last two-thirds of an inning, Matz has given up ten runs. So, uh, if Steven Matz doesn't write the ship, then yeah, I think Wheeler, if he continues to pitch well, could usurp Matz, and then Matz would be the odd man out. Right, but I mean, it's a big if, isn't it, Wayne? I know the city, and look, I mean, we get paid to overreact here, uh, but I know the city's going nuts about it. Just two starts, whether it's Harvey, uh, it's been a few starts, I guess, for Wheeler. Matz, obviously, just the two. I mean, isn't it too early to be talking about writing Matz off here? I mean, have you seen anything that makes you think that this is going to be the new norm, or are you going to give him some more time here, believe he could bounce back to what we hoped he could be? Everybody's giving him more time. I mean, at this at this. Nobody's changed anything at this point. Right now, Steven Matz is penciled in to be one of the five starters. But after two starts, he has not looked very good. So, yeah, if it's if it turns into three or four starts where he doesn't look good and Wheeler continues to pitch well, then you that you start to have that conversation. It gets a lot more realistic that Wheeler could could replace Matz in the rotation to start the year. I mean, the, you, you know, you, you say it's only two starts, but – they're only, what, five or six in, in all of spring anyway. So if, if you're going to have this competition for rotation spots, for bullpen spots, then you have to put them up to their results. And so far, Wheeler's results have been much better than Matt's. Now, I still think Matt's has the edge because that's how it was going into camp, kind of like, you know, preseason college football. You, you know, it takes a couple losses for those teams to get knocked out once they're in. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it, at this point, it's still Matt's, but I think that it could get shakier if he continues to have his trouble. Wheeler's closing on the outside. Uh, that's what's uh, happening right now. So, you know, with Matt's, the way I see it, he hasn't been pitching well with men on base. This was an issue last year. He's been, uh, the command hasn't been there for him in those spots. Is there one thing that the Mets have pointed at? Is that fair to say that's the biggest problem Matt's has? No, I think, uh, you know, they haven't really been public with, you know, what they feel like is his biggest problem. Maybe his biggest problem is he, he's still afraid of getting hurt. Maybe he doesn't want to let it go completely. Maybe he's holding back some. Uh, you know, we're seeing the fastball, you know, it, it's registering. It's, it's, he's, he's dialing it up there on 93 or so, so he's throwing hard. Uh, breaking stuff has not been sharp. You know, his changeup's kind of been non-existent, so he's just having a tough time. Now, part of that maybe because he hasn't pitched. Part of that might be... You know, maybe there is something mentally going on with runners on base. I mean, at this point, you know, they're they're kind of just they believe they'll be able to figure things out. Uh, this is a very confident coaching coaching staff between Mickey Callaway and Dave Island. You know, Dave Island probably thinks Pete that he could get you to throw seven shutout innings in a major league game. He's a confident guy about what he can do. And uh, I think he he thinks he can figure out all these guys. That's yeah. not that funny, Sal. I can do it. 
maybe he'll request. Next thing you know, he's going to be asking to get uh, Victor Zambrano over here. Uh, Wayne, how about <laughs> any chance? Let's say Matt's rebounds, right, and, and starts to find it and levels out here, and Wheeler continues doing what he's doing. Any chance Wheeler starts the season with the big club in the bullpen, or you think they've kind of moved on from that and said, you know what, this guy's better suited as a starter? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't anticipate Wheeler being in the bullpen. Uh, it's possible that you know, at the end of the day, they just want to take their best pitchers, regardless of of how, who they are and where they fit. Uh, I don't, I don't think they'll do that with Wheeler. He's been fairly expressive about the fact that he's a starting pitcher. He, in his one relief appearance this spring, that was by far his worst uh, outing of the three that he's had so far. Uh, you know, it could have been because his routine was thrown off, as he mentioned after that outing behind Matt Harvey in Orlando last week. It could have just been that he just didn't have it that day. I mean, regardless of, of what the reasons were, he's not comfortable in the bullpen, and he's not a great bounce-back guy. I mean, he kind of needs his rest. He needs his routine, and uh, and that's fine. So, But it also might mean that he starts the year in Las Vegas. So we'll see. I think that there's still a lot to iron out there. And, you know, in a battle, too, between Gaselman and Lugo, because I think one of those guys will end up in the bullpen during spring training. And, you know, they both pitched pretty well so far this spring. I mean, they both had about the same outing in the last couple of days. So uh, that's another situation and, and decision the Mets need to have. Now, battles galore, and you hope that the Mets actually do have to make a decision in all these cases and not just have them made for them uh, via injury, as we've seen in the past, as we chat Wayne Randazzo. Speaking with injuries, Wayne, what's going on with Ahmed Rosario? Well, at first they said it was his knee that was irritated, that he tweaked it some running the bases last weekend in, in Jupiter. Um, then we come to find out the MRI was done on his groin, on his, in his hamstring area. And that's, I guess, where they are keying in on as far as injury is concerned. But, you know, it's, they just don't believe it's anything major. I firmly expect Rosario to be playing in a game soon. And, you know, I don't think there's any concern that they'll be missing him for any part of the early part of the season. How about Nimmo, Wayne, who's done a nice job with his opportunity here so far this spring? I mean, it's looking more likely uh, he's going to be there. I mean, I would not every day, obviously. Nobody plays every day anymore. But he's going to be their main guy in center field if this keeps up to start the season and get the majority of playing time over Ligaris. Am I correct with that? I would think at this point, yeah, I mean, it's still a few weeks to go, but Ligaris has not done himself any favor so far? I mean, the hamstring was bothering him a little bit. He hasn't hit much. Uh, Nimmo's been great in his in his opportunities. Uh, I mean, it's still very clear that Lagares is the superior defender. If if the Mets decide we just want defense, we don't care if Lagares hits enough or or whatever, uh, then they'll stick Lagares out there. But if if they do tr- value the bat in that position and in the leadoff spot in the order, which right now I think the Mets are still considering that it's pretty wide open, who's going to bat first? It seems like Nimmo is their best option to bat in the leadoff spot while Conforto is out. So uh, they very well may have Nimmo take all the reps against right-handed pitchers and save Ligares for the lefties. And uh, the only reason why they wouldn't is just because you know they feel like they they just want the glove out there. I know you're you know very sabermetrically minded. Uh, Aaron Judge leadoff, uh. yes or no? Yeah, I'm fine with it. You know, I, I think that you get, especially in the American League, because especially with the Yankees lineup, he's only going to bat first once, and he can very well give you a one nothing lead. And then after that, 
you, know, you have the guys in, in the Yankees lineup, they all can get on base. They can all hit. So it's not like you're, you're going to run into a 7-8-9 in their order that's just garbage, automatic outs. I just don't think that's the case. I think in, in their situation, Judge would bat more, and he would be able to uh, you know, make an impact at the very beginning of the game. I, I think with their lineup, it, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Uh, as long as Stanton and Judge are in, the, in two of the top three spots in the order and, and Sanchez is close by, uh, you know, those guys in three of the top four spots, it doesn't matter where you hit any of those guys, really. I, I mean, I, I think that those guys will all drive in runs. They're all going to get on base. They're all going to take their hacks. Uh, they've got very good problems uh, on, in the Bronx. I mean, Bird, Gardner, those guys are all going to do what they do. Gregorius and uh, the Yankees are going to score a lot of runs this year, regardless of, of who's hitting where. Now, Sal's face beat red that you oh, say yes, on. but uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we got to hit the weather update. Thanks, Wayno. Thanks, Wayne. All right.